0: Alert. This is the only fucking podcast about the Sopranos. So what, no fucking ZD now? This week on No Fucking ZD, we're talking street cred, Viagra, and farts like Sonic Booms. Perhaps you'd be having a better time if you didn't try to eat the salsa sandwich on 328. It's an all new episode of No Fucking ZD. Oh yeah. Yo, welcome to No Fucking ZD.
1: We told you guys we'd be back in the new year. I mean we already were
0: once, I guess. Yeah. So te- I'm, technically, I'm yeah. still touting that. Yep. We are keeping our promise. Just uh two dead guys in the afterlife talking about the Speranos. That's two guys, yeah. one promise. Yeah, right. We we didn't <laughs> they're not separate promises, it was just one. Right. Uh, and continuing the streak of actually introducing ourselves, we are Evan and Brendan. Yep, yep. <laughs> and so those That's are the two who we guys. Are um those, those guys those guys so it's the podcast man it's
1: still freezing in new york just so that everybody knows and and yeah. this is like the, we're proving that we're we're doing these <laughs> up to the minute right and yeah. that we didn't record them six months ago in, right. Br- in bermuda or something right um it's freezing in new york mm-hmm. we have experienced what's called a bomb cyclone mm-hmm. which sounds like great weed it sounds like great weed yeah there's yeah. something good <laughs> yeah, when you say that <laughs> yeah. but
0: it's not right the barometric pressure dropped. I got really sick for a little while. Yeah, it's that time. And now we're back. We are back, yeah. It, you know, it was so cold, even like all the way down to Florida that lizards were freezing out at night i guess it was like getting down into like the 30s and they just didn't know really so i just wanted to throw in that little disturbing piece of news i mean as how, start. how can
1: you trust an animal that can actually go fuck themselves mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know that's what <laughs> See, I'm, it ties in that's what i'm saying yeah
0: um it's cold but we're in a different studio this week and much warmer and uh yeah. and we're drinking some warming fl- liquids right now and, yeah uh,
1: some bacteria killing warming yes liquids it's nice
0: it is actually really nice. I like this. I'm starting to enjoy winter again. Yeah. But, uh, oh, wait, it passed. No, I'm not. It's, yeah. it's over. <laughs> no. The first snowstorm is exciting. And then that's yeah. after that when it's slush and disgusting. And, well, I was you know. just psyched to,
1: like, get going in the new year. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like, new energy, you know, like Kylie Jenner says, mm-hmm. like, new, what, you know, all that shit. Learning something. Learning something. Yeah. And, you know, new year. And then we get hit with the bomb cyclone and yeah. it's just like bro like really don't go anywhere yeah you know yeah. and you're just like okay like and you can't even keep your apartment clean in, in that now in that
0: phase you yeah know? socks and clothes and pajamas and all that stuff like everywhere
1: yeah i was walking around yeah, in, in, a, in a nirvana shirt and a bathrobe <laughs> for five <laughs> days straight
0: <laughs> that's awesome yeah
1: it's kind of a nouveau like brooklyn tony soprano look yeah but I have, that
0: kind of is yeah
1: i should have been wearing a pinky ring but i've you I, normally do I, yeah but uh, you know I forgot I, <laughs> looking back on it like the robe with the pinky ring and like a watch yeah is <laughs> just you know kind of to zhuzh up something that's like a really simple
0: like very normally a very casual outfit mm-hmm. but you know you gotta carry cash around in the in the bathroom. <laughs> just yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah. of cash in there just, just in to, case.
1: And and you know, when the seamless guy shows up offering cash and then they're like, no, no, it's paid for, and you act really confused, <laughs> you know, and then you get all mad because yeah. they already paid for it not in cash, right. the paper trail. It's right. bad.
0: Yeah, true, true. Um so yeah, uh we'll, uh we'll 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 warm up here and talk about um the fleshy part of the thigh.
1: Yeah, good, Number uh, four. It's, it's a good episode. It, I, yeah, I think that this is one of the like Top eighty six. Top eighty six. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go a little more specific. Okay. Mm-hmm. Top ten mm. low key episodes where not really anything happens. Yeah. Yeah. Because like after after the you know the the season openers were quite a bomb cyclone,
0: right. if you will. You <laughs> Very know? true. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, so a lot has happened in these couple of episodes. It really feels like a an eternity that Tony's been dead or whatever. It
0: it does. Yeah. Like
1: I always remember it as, th- as four
0: or five episodes, but
1: it's actually just two episodes.
0: Yeah. And he I, gets shot in the first shot in the first two at the very coma. end. Right. At the very end. I, I, I'm same. I, I, for some reason thought he wasn't really out of the hospital till like episode six. It mm-hmm. felt so long watching it the first time, like week to week. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, but he's out Tony. And by the end of this episode, he'll be back home sitting by the pool again. Yep. yep. Um, but, uh, not after spending a couple of days post surgery in the hospital and, uh, really just kind of living in it and getting to know his, uh, his, his, his hallmates and yeah. everyone else in the little hospital frat that they're a part of there.
1: Well, I like how they kind of make it into like their, they, you know, they make it into their hangout wherever they are. Mm. You know, these, these immigrants, they really just, they, they just <laughs> dig in. Right. And they make wherever, <laughs> even their, in our hospitals, hangout, even in our hospitals. Yep. Build the wall is yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, this is one of those. It, there, there are a bunch of these episodes that kind of like provide a little bit of dust settling. You know, mm-hmm. there's sort of a little bit of re- a readjustment phase. And like we don't have a lot of time for that because it's season six. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there are a handful of these episodes where we're kind of getting back to business and we reset a little bit. And this is this is one of the better ones, I think, because not a yeah. lot happens, but there's some. We get a little bit of shenanigans that I really like. Mm -hmm. We had a little cameo by a friend from uh, Naughty by Nature. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I love that one of my favorite, (laughs) basically like top two Sopranos moment. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) right there. It's that and the Hunchback of the quarterback of Notre Dame. Yep. All of it, you know. Thanks, Bobby.
0: It's all yeah. Always about Bobby. Uh, Yeah. I mean, it's um, again a nice balance of drama and comedy. And uh, a thoughtful episode, for sure. You know, it's all about kind of um, the fallout with from Tony's existential coma, you know, uh, drama from the last couple of weeks.
1: Oh, that's a good even point, though, yeah, yeah.
0: Even though he doesn't really, he says he doesn't remember any of it, but... I think somewhere down there. Yeah. He remembers something. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think he remembers the feeling, you know? Right. And I think he agrees that it's more than a feeling. Right. (laughs) You know,
0: (laughs) (laughs) if if you will. I agree. Yeah.
1: Um, But like, I like how this existential stuff, I like that you brought that up because it's like, it's sprinkled all over the place. Mm -hmm. And I see a lot of like inner conflict with Tony kind of like, his old habits are kind of kicking in where mm-hmm. he's being a bit of a head breaker, you know, but also at the same time, he has this side of him. That's like trying to stop and smell the Newark or whatever, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, and it's the whole episode is kind of like these two sides of him sort of fighting. Right. And I think that's really interesting.
0: Yeah, totally. Um, And, uh, you know, and there's not only that, not only are the, like the two sides of him fighting, but there's all different kind of like, theories and, and, um, you know, ideologies kind of fighting around him. You know, he has, like, the man of science and the doctor... Uh, or, uh, the scientist, John Schwinn, John Schwinn. Yeah. Um, uh, and then of course, Pastor Bob coming in and selling him the evangelical nonsense. <laughs> Pastor about, Bob,
1: who's one of the most well-cast characters yes, in Very Sopranos. creepy. Yeah. Super. And he's got those eyes like,
0: Ooh, you're, you're slimy. Yeah. There's, there's something strange about him. Yeah. Uh, aside from the fact that he thinks that dinosaurs and humans coexisted. <laughs> That's um, one of the
1: funniest lines where he goes, what, like the Flintstones? <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Which like for 2006, I feel like was like still kind of. I mean, I guess that, that's that been around forever, but I was just so aware of it in 2006 for some reason. The yeah. whole evolution argument seemed to be a bigger deal back then. Well, we live in the north, you see. Yeah, right. And so,
1: I mean, I don't know how it was. I mean, you went to Catholic school, but like... In California, everyone's like, yeah, in that other country down south, right? (laughs) you know, like some, some people are fighting about this, you know what I mean? But everyone, to be honest, everyone that I knew, all two people that I knew growing up who learned about evolution Mm -hmm. or sorry, learned about creationism rather, they were all homeschooled. Because their parents were just like, "fuck it," like I can't fight this. Interesting. You know? Yeah. So they
0: pulled him out. Yeah, at my school, I went to a Catholic high school, but they 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 at least made the local news for being one of the first Catholic high schools to like embrace and teach evolution. So like, oh, I that's didn't, Great. I wasn't being taught anything like that, and I think like any reasonable minded person, even if they are ultra religious, uh, also knows that that's kind of nonsense. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I don't really know. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I've never actually met a creationist in in person. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know how many I'm of them sure really I'm sure you exist. have but you've never talked well, about yeah, it with true, them. True. You know? <laughs> and I know there was a Red Sox player I think his name was Carl Everett who believed that who, who believed in creationism at one point in the late what, 90s.
1: Did, did Did Pedroia like sit him down and set him straight or something? <laughs>
0: no, no. I want to see there that was...
1: locker room talk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Listen man he has like charts up of dinosaurs and stuff. He's wearing
1: like his energy necklace. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, so that was like all I really heard about it but still I feel like it was making the news a lot more back in 2005, 2006. I don't know why. I yeah. I didn't, and I did no research whatsoever, as usual. So, well, there, just, were,
1: there were a number of lawsuits that started to happen, right? Wasn't think, there was like Supreme Court action going on or something? I don't know if it was Supreme Court, but like the last ten years or so, yeah, these like the Ten Commandments and the evolution and the and the pharmacies and the cakes and the whatnot have mm. really been bubbling up. Yes, yes, and I think it's because like I think it's because generally, at least in the you know the coastal elite states right <laughs> <laughs> the ones that are bankrolling the rest of the country by the way um, in, in these coastal areas like where change tends to come a little bit more quickly you know different different things are being sort of embraced and that's all I'm going to say mm. but like I think it's upsetting people in other parts of the country mm. they got it you know yeah
0: yeah it's that and I guess the courts have become a little more politicized but uh, it's that's, that's definitely you know. true <laughs> anyway so. Uh, uh, <laughs> So, so
1: Preparara, come, yeah. come on our podcast. <laughs>
0: We're smart. We're smart. Um yeah. so yeah, Tony is a uh, you know, like he doesn't really remember, but he did he he like that afterglow is still there, you know. I think that like there's some part of him who still looks at that Ojibwe saying and kinda gets it, even if he kinda sort of fights it most of the episode. Um and uh and yeah, there's just a lot of a lot about that what ideology or philosophy do you need to subscribe to to kind of become a better person or to, you know, get some kind of salvation either in life or the afterlife. And, and does that, any of that matter at all? And, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. does it matter? all big Nothing does it
1: matter. And, and does what you're is, is, it's like I said last time is what you're doing worth it. You Mm -hmm. know, that's my main thing here because also, you know, I mean, other than a little bit of comic relief, our friend deluxe Mm -hmm. Mm Rappa, as the nurse breaks it down for us. (laughs) um, I love the, the ghetto Greek chorus that we get in that one, you know? Yeah. Um, (coughs) um, I love that. I'm sorry. You're gonna have to edit this one. (laughs) Um, I I, I love that, uh, that conversation that he has with his manager, that Tony overhears Mm. because his manager's telling him like, like you realize that this is helping with your street cred. Like, I, and he's like, yeah, but this sucks. Like it really hurts. I got shot six times mm-hmm. or seven times seven or whatever. Times, yeah. And he, and his manager and his, his buddy are trying to tell him like, no, 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 this is a good thing. Like, like it's really helping with your street cred.
0: Mm-hmm. Like
1: you used to have a job, your album's selling again, you know? And he's like, and he and he's bummed about it, but other people are telling him what a good thing it is. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, are the choices that you make in life, you know, worth it? Yeah. Totally. Yeah. That's that's sort of where. And also, is it all a big nothing? Because then you got John Schwinn, bicycle heir. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I love that's where he goes. It's very Italian, by yeah, the way. Of like, we so Italian to be like, oh, your name, you're, you've got the same name as a super rich person. Let's right. talk about that. Um, you got John Schwinn, who seems like such a great guy. Yeah. Although we know nothing about him. Like, let's be honest. He's just smart. That's all right. we know. You, you work know. for Bell Labs. Yeah. Yeah. He's just smart, and he's. He's charismatic, mm-hmm. but you know, he might've like cracked a kneecap in his day. Who
0: knows? Yeah. He could be out of his mind. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you never know. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. We don't really know all that much. Is about he him. the members only guy? Like yeah, we don't knows? know, yeah. uh,
1: but, uh, but you know, he's such a nice guy and he has like the worst fate of any of them. Yeah, I know. In there, you know, they, they, you know, imagine if they, they took out Tony's larynx. Like yeah. that would be the end of the show, basically. I know,
0: yeah. And he's such a great speaker too. And yeah, then he they is. remove his ability to speak by the end. Yeah, so yep. it's it is kind of like no matter what you do, there's there's something <laughs> terrible coming. Yeah. Yeah, but he has interesting ideas that kinda of go along with the you know, the monks from the Cap Infinity sequence, you know, this mm-hmm. this idea that People aren't, we're all part of one organism, basically, and and there is no separation between, like, you and me. Like, specifically, you and I are are sitting on top of each other and not separated at all, ever.
1: This is a Black Mirror (laughs) episode, actually. The podcast is actually a living thing. We don't exist, actually. That's true. That's true. This is a synthesis Mm -hmm.
0: of, you know, some sort of code. Some, yeah, some sort of code just, just kind of created us, and we've been talking ever since, mm-hmm. and, and yep. we decided to talk about The Sopranos. <laughs> I'm not really sure why. Yeah, just the, the, we were coded. I don't when, know.
1: When we get to the end of the series, it'll be the big black mirror twist where you find out that this is all an experiment by a guy who's trying to make, trying to code podcasters. Right,
0: right. Some AI shit. Yeah, exactly. We're not joking. This is not a joke. No. That's what the end of the show is going to be. It's never a joke. Yeah. <laughs> um... But yeah, so uh, Hal Holbrook's character there, John Schwinn, uh, he's the one who kind of... I mean, he, I guess he really kind of gets Tony to accept this whole stop and smell the roses thing by the end of the episode more than anyone else. Like, Tony kind of tests out different theories and, and right. ideologies throughout. Like, he sort of flirts with with Pastor Bob. I mean, not like like flirting, flirting, but he, he flirts with uh, Pastor Bob's ideas at least for a minute. Like, he's kind of... He's ribbing him the whole time about like the Viagra shit and but you can kind of see like oh yeah he does sort of like believe in prayer at least you know and is maybe like oh i have to give into that i i'm catholic i have to give into the catholicism part of it um even though i think tony has always kind of thought that was sort of bullshit in a way you know because i think back to that episode where he um, ask Polly if he eats steak, and if you lived in, in lived in India, you'd be going to hell for eating steak. You know, yeah. like doesn't really matter, kind of thing.
1: Well, there, but, I mean, there's something about the whole prayer thing that like puts him at attention a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's what Catholicism does. Even people who like like don't really aren't 100 percent spiritual about it. Mm-hmm. Like they still they hear that that like. Dear Jesus, they hear that thing and it's like something in them clicks and they're like, oh, you got to close your eyes. You mm-hmm, know what I mean? Mm-hmm, Even mm-hmm. I do it because I grew up like going over and having dinner at people's fa- at people's houses where like they would do the prayer thing. And it's like, you want to be, there's something, I don't know. There's something about it that just totally. like, yeah. that like flips the switch in you. But I think he's fucking hilarious with Pastor Bob because he recognizes in Pastor Bob that hey, Pastor Bob is totally the type of guy that he would like. Bust out if Mm -hmm. he could. You know what I mean. The type of weak, oh easy, easy, like guy with like tons of vices and things like that. Yeah, he's exactly the type of person that he would exploit. But now the tables are a little bit turned because and Pastor Bob is like kind of like literally and figuratively looking down at Tony Mm -hmm. from this like sort of enlightened place. Right. That's kind of bullshit. And, um, he's, you know, he's telling Tony how to, how to run his life and stuff like that. And Tony's not too happy about it because Mm -hmm. he's got this guy who kind of, he probably views as a bit of a weakling and someone who he should have control over kind of telling him
0: what's what. Yep. And he's also experienced the real deal and now he's waking up and yeah, he's kind of confronted like after, after experiencing some kind of spiritual thing in his coma, he wakes up to this like huckster kind of just basically trying to sell him something and, and, yeah, and exactly whose, whose, whose own internal logic doesn't even co- totally make sense. Cause he kind of calls him out on this whole birth control and Viagra thing. And,
1: you yeah. know,
0: um, and of course he's friends with Aaron Arkway, who's, who's <laughs> still hearing the good news. Can, can we,
1: can we just <laughs> sh- shout out to Aaron and shout out to his, whoever came up with the idea for that shirt,
0: the, For, the you go girl thing the you girl the t- terry
1: shiavo vigil oh my um, god dude it's that's one of that's some of the most brilliant writing in the whole, entire series i love
0: that absolutely love that i, I wonder
1: if the guy who played aaron Arkaway like brought that and was <laughs> just like even better. just like you guys he's <laughs> not
0: even playing a character that's just him he's like <laughs> well just...
1: this is this is the only this is episode number
0: two that i'm in and so i'm gonna bring this shirt because i'm really (laughs) into
1: the role he's actually a brilliant actor
0: yeah that would be amazing yeah the whole terry shivo Shivo thing i I sort of remember but don't really remember but that was another one another big like politicized controversial event from back then well i like how they
1: handled it by but i mean they made it funny no matter what side you're on because the shirt says you go girl
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's like (laughs) fucking ridiculous incredible um but yeah you're right i mean he uh this is uh, this is the perfect example of a guy that tony would take advantage of and he even kind of does for like a split second by bringing up the bing like they somehow mentioned that uh, they mentioned strip clubs and he's mentions the bang and tony's like oh you've been there like for one second he kind of slips back into that uh yeah. that tony mode, where he's probably like about to invite him to come by like you should come by and check it out one night you know just see what happens cut to the end of the episode the guy's like owing him fifty thousand dollars totally <laughs> you yeah know? I so mean, yeah
1: yeah that that that's the frog and the scorpion yeah exactly you know and,
0: um, but yeah, i I took that to just kind of be like, you know, uh, yeah again, after experiencing the real deal, you come back into real life and and no one it's kind of the nobody knows anything angle again, yeah. all these people have their different philosophies, and who the fuck really knows. um yeah, I mean, it's 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 hard to. It's, it's just, well, unless you've experienced it, I guess, like Tony is, it's really hard to actually kind of know what to believe or what to do. And, and it's that's still just really hard. confusing. Yeah. It's
1: still hard because, you know, like old habits die hard. That's the yeah. other thing. And so like he gets out of this thing and, 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 you know, by the end of the episode, he's, he's legitimately stopping to smell the whatever, mm-hmm. you know, the chlorine or, you know, or like when he's outside, I lo- love how he's hearing Newark. Yeah. The sounds <laughs> of Newark. Yeah. Um, and it, it's, it's, it's nice it's sort of a different thing Mm -hmm. and you can feel the, the, the still. And it's, it's also a little bit different from, you know, other times when he's come out of something, Mm -hmm. you know, he's never come out of something, you know, health wise this heavy, but he's, he has come out of some really tough situations like the one with puss, you know, Mm -hmm. and all that stuff. But like his outlook is much different this time because this was much more of a close call. Right. But also he's shaken to his core because of the fact that, it's his very ideology that brought this on himself, you know, right. The idea of family honor and all this stuff. And, and there are all these, there are all these different tendrils of his mafia life that are sort of like following the rules and like, like idolizing those rules and the good old days and all that bullshit, Mm -hmm. but also sort of like not, and only using them to, 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 to suit their own needs. Mm -hmm. And Tony's definitely one of those guys. And that's part of what has Chrissy. So disenchanted with the whole thing. But then, you know, Junior is sort of one of those guys, but legitimately went crazy Mm -hmm. and, like, shot him not knowing who he was. Yeah. I believe. I mean, that's never really been up for
0: debate, right? Oh, yeah, I think that he was very confused at the time. I mean, there was, like, simmering tension between the two of them, and and maybe in some weird, like, fantasy world, Junior would love to have shot Tony, but I don't think he knew exactly who he was shooting at at, in that moment. Yeah, yeah, okay. So,
1: but I, yeah, so there are all these, like, back and forth kind of things happening mm-hmm. where it's like what you believe in isn't really what you believe or you don't follow it 100%, but you rep it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Which is often the case with a lot of sort of holier than now type ideologies. Right. Um, certainly religion in this country, you know? Yeah. 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 People use it, but then don't necessarily, they, they use it like a, like a sword, but then don't necessarily toe the line. Right
0: yeah um and Tony does sort of show some jo- signs of changing in this episode he he gives into Johnny and Phil's kind of not so great deal for you know i mean that it yeah. doesn't sound like he got what he really wanted out of uh out of Johnny and phil there he he lost the skim he he got i mean he gets he gets a little more money than they initially offered, but still, that's not the usual Tony who just kind of just says, okay, fine. Like, there's, there's garbage for everyone. It's, it's cool, you know? Yeah, that's and,
1: definitely it, It's more of an Ojibwe moment. For yeah, him, yeah. That,
0: and so the whole wallet biopsy thing and the, and the EMT, the, them accusing the EMT of stealing money from Tony. Do you think he took it? I don't think so. I think they were basically trying to rob the guy, but it was kind of because... I don't know. Tony felt so violated that they went through his wallet, and I think it was also and, Tony swinging his nuts around. Yeah, of course, like yeah. trying to
1: kind of get it going again, make sure everybody knows. Right.
0: Well, there's a lot of that too, and there's a lot of that even in this this whole season. I think too, it's kind of like yeah. they kind of like break down what makes a bully a bully, you know. And a lot of the time, it's just because, like Polly, they're actually really crying on the inside, you know, yeah, and trying to like just posture on the outside, you know. Tony doesn't really want to look weak. which which has come up a bunch of times on the show and will definitely come up next week, specifically, when Johnny Sack cries at the wedding. Um, But, you know, he doesn't want to look weak. He's, like, trying to smoke that cigar in front of Phil to look strong and tough, but he just can't do it, you know. He throws up in front of the guys. He's 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 trying to swing his nuts around with this EMT dude and just in front of you know the guys that's what that's what matters you know they, they, yeah, they look, gonna tough. look yeah and it's a lot like the treat storyline which is just like you know uh, trying to look tough by getting shot but like you just end up kind of look, looking like a jerk off getting shot in the ass you know yeah exactly um so yeah there's, there's 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 elements of tony changing but he kind of because of who he is kind of can't you know um and well, I think- and also because of the world that he's
1: built for himself. Yeah. You know, this is the, 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 there are advantages that he has in the world that are like unquittable in a way. Right. Like when, when Carmela gets all that money in the previous episode, she goes, I don't know how you do it. And it's like, well, I do. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like really, he's a fucking headbreaker. Yeah. They have to do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, he, this is what he spent like literally his entire life building for himself. How, how's he going to, how's he going to put that away? Right. You know what I mean? I'm sure he's addicted to it. And if he forgot when he woke up, he's certainly reminded really quickly, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally. Um,
1: but I I can't, it never ceases to amaze me how you found meaning in the fucking treach getting shot in the ass thing. Oh,
0: <laughs> well, like. I mean, that's kind of what it is about, though. I mean, they're, no, t- they're t- t- trying t- to look tough to just to, to posture and. I think next week. Not only does is it the wedding, but it's the episode where he beats the bodyguard, right? Or does that happen later?
1: That happens. That little happens a little later, later right? Yeah. But it's the
0: same thing, you know. Like Melfi tells him to act as if, and you know, it's you might not feel tough on the inside, but you have to kind of like act like that, you know. And yeah. And so it's sort of the same deal, I think.
1: No, totally. Um, I mean, but also, like, I think for Tony, he he's he has the wherewithal to know that if he's weak for too long, it could could cost
0: him real money. Well, that's true too. You right. know, like yeah.
1: I, I mean, let's let's not forget the fact that we have you know the whole idea of debtor in the can. Mm-hmm. We have the bosses of the two families that are within our purview as mm-hmm. far as the Sopranos are concerned, um, basically negotiating one from his deathbed, basically one recovering in his deathbed. Mm-hmm. And then one is looking at life imprisonment basically, and is about to die. Junior and
0: Tony mean, or, no, or I Johnny mean, and Johnny and you're Tony. Right, right, right. Um,
1: and the synergy of that, like doesn't escape me, you know yeah. what I mean? It's very interesting. And I think that Tony sort of, to go back to your point, I think Tony sort of real, like, I think he has sort of a philosophical moment, but I think he also just realizes like, there's no reason to fight this now because like more stuff is going to come up. There's always there's always tomorrow, which is I agree is very unTony. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But I think he's just like legitimately exhausted.
0: That too. Yeah, I mean, and yeah, post surgery and on on the morphine and stuff. I'm sure you know. Of course, like that's part of it. You morphine know? sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I mean, he's at least like a. a, a Dipping his toes in the water and um, right. and kind of entertaining the idea that we're all the same and that there is a like, great wind carrying everyone you know along and and it's I, I, I it's interesting I have to say like you know yeah. I mean I, I like that you wouldn't expect something like this on a mob show basically ever nope. you know nope. um, and I think Tony is smart enough to kind of get it and yep. you know, he yep. has some emotional intelligence, obviously he's, he's certainly, he, he understands where John Schwinn is coming from when he, when they're watching the boxing match and, and he's telling that whole philosophy, you yeah, know, well, and, I mean,
1: Tony's smarter than your average bear. That's yeah. that's sort of like part of the whole deal with that. And he's got, he, he, he has the capacity to kind of understand that kind of thing, mm-hmm. whether he absorbs it long term or not is a different story because he's, yeah generally tempted by
0: his uh you know his earthly senses <laughs> you right, know what i yeah. mean well cuz it's like i mean you know you can spend your whole life going crazy thinking about what ideology or philosophy or lifestyle do i need to 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 live to uh, for salvation you know, as pastor Bob says, you want salvation here on earth as also in the afterlife. So you want to like live a good life here so that you kind of enjoy it, I guess, you know, cause Tony certainly doesn't really enjoy his life all that much. Right. Um, but it can make you go crazy. <laughs> and then eventually you're just kind of like, well, fuck it. Like none of it really matters, you know? And well, so totally. again, but, what's the point? You know? But that's
1: also why so many people will jump on something like wholeheartedly without right. kind of, cause like if you think through any of this stuff, it's like you can poke holes in it, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, and, and, some people just really, really like Pastor Bob, you know, just needed something to because he just like legitimately had struck out and he hit rock bottom, m- made no good decisions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so he was like, oh, here's a thing. And now I can just throw myself at it wholeheartedly and like not believe in evolution, which is something that's so obvious. Yeah, Yeah. And it's just clear that he's just blinded by, you know throwing himself at this ideology because he wants to have an ideology. Mm -hmm. And Tony does the same way in a lot of ways. Same thing in a lot of ways, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. He excuses a lot of his own
0: behavior based on
1: kind of very flexible rules.
0: Yeah. True. Um, But yeah, I mean, at least for now he'll, uh, he'll feel it for the next couple episodes really until, um, it's I mean it fades. It fades very slowly over the course of the season, and then I think right. in the episode when when Vito gets killed and he's getting the blowjob from the stripper in the car, that's it. <laughs> it's just over at that point, you know. That's it. That, yeah, for, that sealed it. Yeah, that that's that seals it. Um, yeah. and it really we talked a little bit about it the past couple episodes, but it's kind of like uh like like you were saying last last week. This season six A and B start with both of the eventualities happening, like him getting shot and possibly dying, and then him getting arrested and possibly going to jail. Yeah it really is like the universe screaming at Tony one last time to be like, okay, make your choice, you know? Right. And, uh, he really just kind of decides not to ultimately in the end. Yep. Um, but you know, it's, uh, it's fun to see him play with it for a little bit for a couple episodes. And again, and I, I do like watching someone like Tony, like absorb that, we're all the same and, you know, we're, we're two boxers fighting each other and we're, you know, there's no difference between me and you. And it's just interesting and funny to watch. And, um, well, I'm thinking about that when
1: you're watching Polly kneecap, this poor mm-hmm. ski instructor, Yeah. <laughs> ski instructor, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, that they're, they're, they're one entity, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's really funny because Polly just, I mean, this show also sort of like shits on theories like that in a lot of ways. Well, yeah, it You does. know what I yeah. mean? Like, cause yeah. the idea of free will is so present right? and the idea that you can really do anything, you know, even if it's really, really wrong, people have the ability
0: and the power to like really just. Like deceive themselves, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Oh, or the ability and power to change. It just takes an extremely long time, or a jolt to the system, like getting shot. Um, yeah. Which I I think like so the extremely long th- time thing. I think is maybe sort of supposed to tie into the dinosaurs. Either that, or it's just supposed to be straight up funny. I don't really know. But like, yeah. Of course, if you've seen Jurassic Park. The, you know, the dinosaurs probably turned into birds, the revolution after a while. And there's, you know, there's that cut right from the book. There's a dissolve from the book, um, pictures of dinosaurs to birds chirping in the sky. And, and so I think there's something about just change in general in there, but how it just takes such a really long time. Uh, if it ever happens at all well the other
1: thing is that like well if you want to talk about evolution you know populations evolve individuals Mm -hmm. don't evolve yeah you know what i mean like you dying or not dying for whatever reason you know because you didn't have like a blue fleck in your hair or whatever Mm -hmm. that's evolution so Mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. like there's a lot of overall sacrifice that goes into populations evolving it's not something that like an individual benefits from mm. over the course of a lifetime except for you know what's happened before them already you right. know which I mean, sorry no no that's that's it no well uh, which i guess podcast.
0: ties into the whole uh everyone being part of the same thing in a way you yeah, know or part it, of the same organism you that's know?
1: totally true yeah that's totally true and and like you just have to realize that it's like you are part of a bigger thing it's mm-hmm. not it's not Evolution isn't really about you. Right. (laughs) You know, that's the interesting thing. Like you benefit from it and you contribute to it, but you don't experience it. Right. In your lifetime. Right. Right. Which is really interesting. Yeah. So I suppose that like humans are going to evolve to
0: like not podcast anymore. I don't know. I feel like podcasts are here to stay <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> with, of us, with us behind the mics. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. And and one last thing to just wrap it up because you brought it up. They 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 do a nice visual job of showing this interconnectedness in that final scene with the guy getting his knees busted by Polly. You know, Tony walks out into the backyard, looks up at the trees. They cut back to Tony and back to the trees. Only now the trees are by the water, and uh, Jason Perone oh, yeah. is getting out, and so. I think what they're trying to kind of get at there is that you know uh, these choices that Tony makes I mean Pauly's the one beating the guy up but like it has to do with Tony ultimately yeah you know, totally that, that this guy is getting hurt but they they visually connect all of the characters there at the end as being part of the same like the same wind blowing through the same kinds of trees you know and like it shows that even when Tony's out there hurting someone else like it does it's also, he's also hurting himself in some way. God damn Which it. I think ties into like all of this whole thing about salvation. No, and, you're totally right. Fuck you. Yeah. Because. I hate this. I'm not doing this podcast anymore. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, John's John Schwinn brings up the two tornadoes example. And it's like, they're kind of both. It's the same wind, but two tornadoes. And I think, I think that's what they're trying to do there at the end.
1: No, it's true. And young Barone like is also connected to Tony in terms of the fact that like his dad and Tony were good friends Mm -hmm. or that he got busted out by Tony or whatever. Like, yeah, everyone seems to like Dick Barone and, um, and Tony like, has had something to do with so many aspects of this kid's life before Mm.
0: without him knowing it, without him
1: even knowing it. You know what I mean? Um, really good point. So, and this kid is part of something larger, yeah. you know, greater than he realizes when he goes to sell the company. Also would love to point out, I love this actor. I forget his name. Yeah. He's especially funny in Silicon Valley. That is him. Right. The Tres Tres (laughs) Musk guy. Yeah. And I think that he's, incredibly versatile because he's really yes. good at playing like a, a kind of wide-eyed uh you know idealistic ski instructor right. um and also really good at playing like a douchebag silicon valley
0: yeah guy, yeah you know? yeah it's really really funny great actor he's good he's real good whatever his name is yeah uh, i'm sure he's on twitter so just add him yeah and let him Let's know we him. said it uh alright, let's take a little break and we'll come back and we'll talk about him and Polly and uh and his 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 ma and all that all that fun stuff. And the nuns and the hair. And the nuns and the hair all right, we'll be right back.
1: Some ass out with feels now. Fidel is
0: that we're so we're still around. No lamp with the free style, famp the main trying to be handsome. Shrinking what you're thinking, cause I'm glam. I live in top of hip hop. This is hip hop of the date. I get problems to hip hop, so hip hop foreign.
1: No fucking ZD is brought to you by.
0: The mink coat. The massage chair from Shopper's Image. The flat screen TV. 2,000 bucks for a woman I don't even know. Welcome back. I can't believe people listen to music like that. Yeah, it's like all the time. Well, if you have a sweet truck with like a sweet sound system, yeah. it's probably amazing.
1: Or if you have to have like... What like a really kind of important conversation that you don't want the feds
0: to hear? Right. (laughs) That's that's the only reason anyone listens to Boston.
1: I like how I mean, like that's going to make a huge difference. I mean, I'm sorry,
0: but they can totally still hear what was going on. I mean, those little Bose remote, (laughs) so Guido, I love it. I think my family has the exact same speaker at home. Yeah, (laughs) I'm pretty sure. So
1: does uh, my girlfriend's uh, family. Yeah, and the the remotes break after a while. So like, yeah. The, my big hit Christmas gift last year was to get a new remote for it, and everyone was like, "Holy shit! I nice. could do that." I like that instead of buying the
0: whole new the whole speaker all over again. you yeah, just get a new remote.
1: The thing works fine. It's just the contacts on the remote like wore out. Yeah, they're so like. So he had those... to use like a piece of tinfoil to like. It was so stupid. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but then well, this is the
1: best part. This is how Italian some of the people in my family are. I gave him the remote, and then before, and then like he un- unwrapped it and was like, "Oh my god!" But I tried this. You can't it's not going to work. You can't buy a remote and then pair it with like an old system because like you can't get the remote. That's like the old one. And I was like, no, I did a lot of research. Like you can do it. Technical stuff. Like this is my business, right. you know? And, <laughs> and so he was like, no, 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 I don't think so. And I was like, just try And I opened it and I like turned the music off and I was like, see And I like
0: threw it out. Merry <laughs> like, <the> Christmas. <laughs> and the Boston song came on.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's not annoying. (laughs) No, of course not.
0: Great tune. And so all eight minutes of that tune are just fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, In fact, we could listen
1: to it all and add eight minutes to our podcast, but you know, we're not going to do
0: that to you. We're we're putting some effort in. Yeah. 2018. Here we go. We're not going to cop out. We're actually going to put effort into this podcast starting now. No. Good. Next episode. All right. We're done. Um, <laughs> so uh, we we left off talking a little bit about the Barone sanitation situation, and uh, yeah. which which ties pretty much directly into Polly's story here. Uh, his his aunt Dottie, turns out she's not his aunt. That's actually his his real his real mom. His ma. Um, she was a bad girl. She was a real bad girl. Oh my god, that her telling that story was like super rough. It's weird and and tough to watch and. And we shouldn't get old. I've decided right now that we are not getting old. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Everyone else can do it. But Me it's... too.
1: And also... uh by the way, that's how I felt all week. I was I was very sick, and I was like, I'm farting <laughs> up, and I had
0: my skin, skin diver socks on. Yeah. <laughs> Evan called me over to tell me all kinds of deathbed <laughs> confessions, and I know some shit now. Yeah, I yeah. mean,
1: but what another another big theme in this episode is the skin diver socks, you right, know, because right. uh, Maria Maria Nucci, no, not uh, Dottie, Dottie rather, mm-hmm. and also uh, young Barone. Do we know his first name? I think it's Jason.
0: Jason Barone. And I yeah. think, and I think his mom also calls him Jace. Not, Jace, not unlike Melfi and. Uh, Richard uh, Matt, yeah, which yeah. I, love, which I, I don't think there's any greater meaning to that except no, for the fact all that they're, right well that's we're, true we're but all,
1: I, everything is everything
0: yeah I just think they're they're bratty uh yeah I dig that yeah uh, I dig I just think they're, they're bratty young rich kids and <laughs> yeah go exactly. Jace yeah. Jace yeah which is just now
1: so they're both wearing skin
0: diver socks mm. that's that's deep clearly the key to the ending mm-hmm. probably do
1: you think members only guy was wearing Speedo skin diver socks <laughs> if you listen
0: closely when he walks like there's squishy sounds yeah. <laughs> so, so it doesn't slip you know on right, the linoleum right, right you know it's really
1: important um okay enough analysis right. um, <laughs> um but seriously
0: do you think she wore those her whole life or was that just an end of life thing
1: i think that that's an old person thing like my, okay. my grandfather when he was getting old he used to do the funniest shit with he always had like wild taste and he'd like wear slippers around the house and stuff like that but mm-hmm. my mom got him like so, like bright orange gardening clogs nice Uh, and one year for christmas and my aunt hadn't like she mailed them to him or something and my aunt hadn't seen them and my aunt goes over to his his house and she's like so what'd you get for christmas or like what did what did what did you know what did everybody send you he goes well i got you know your sister gave me these uh these shoes and they're these like big you know what i'm talking about like the big plastic like bright orange clogs yep and, she, and he, he thought they were normal shoes <laughs> <laughs> he like really likes them He was like don't tell her but i think i'm gonna wear them in the garden <laughs>
0: <laughs> i don't want to ruin them i don't but... want to ruin them but that's they great. seem
1: really good for that that's great so like old people get really kind of persnickety and weird about their footwear i mm-hmm. know this firsthand mm-hmm. um especially when there's linoleum around and stuff like that and i guess that nuns are allowed to wear speedo skin diver socks
0: i guess so you yeah. know i mean yeah I mean, God's cool with that. God, I suppose, I mean, their, their husband, Jesus is cool with that as well. So, yeah. yeah. I
1: mean, anyone that I'm married to, I'm not going to be cool with that, right? but, (laughs) uh, whatever. But, uh, yeah, this is kind of an interesting revelation for Polly. Yeah. He gets really upset because he like, he's put so much into this belief that he needs to take care of his mother and all this stuff. He actually does take care of his, He's a good son and a good nephew, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, and I,
1: in, in both, in, in
0: either order, you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. I mean, of, of all the people, um, Paul, was, he was in love with his mom the most for sure. I mean, yeah. They were, he, he didn't marry probably because no one could actually live up to Nucci. Right. right. I mean, that's my assumption is that Paulie just is not a relationship guy cause he's already got one. It's his ma, you know? It's I mean? his ma
1: and, and also like. But by the time we meet Polly in the Sopranos, he's already an old guy. Yeah. He and Nucci are just a couple of old people, basically. Yeah. They you look know? basically the same
0: age most of the time. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Except apparently she's like 30 years older than him or right. something. Yeah. You
0: know? Um, but the news shakes him. I mean, um, yeah. And any, I think any reasonable, reasonable person probably wouldn't, I mean, it'd be shocking, but like if I, if I found that out, I don't think I'd like disown my quote unquote parents the way he tries to get rid of Nucci. No, he's, you know? an, I mean, asshole he's an asshole about it. He's an asshole. Yeah. It's, um, and again, it's, it's kind of like a what's everyone going to think sort of situation. Right. I think he's more worried about how that would look to everyone else. Um, but also, you, I, I cut him a little bit of slack because it, it must be kind of strange to find out that like who you thought you were isn't really who you are. You know, I mean, he's sort of asking now, like, who am I? Where am I going all over again?
1: Right. And he the was, rest of us in the real world go through that every week. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, that's how I feel. Yep. Like, oh, wait, who am I? Yeah. You know? yeah um no he's a dick about it and the ironic thing is that tony's actually the one who's like come on come to your senses like you're overreacting true and how often does tony say like okay like you're you're making you're making a molehill out of
0: it as true. he would say yeah. you know what i mean <laughs> not very often but i feel like actually when he does it it's Polly, usually yeah yeah totally it's like <laughs> so chill out it's pretty it's pretty in line um that's true actually yeah but um he he can't handle it and of course like we were saying before you know in typical bully fashion he instead of instead of coming to terms with his feelings or talking about it or communicating um what's going on in his head he has to kind of turn it outward and jason barone kind of becomes that punching bag for him in a way you know i mean yeah um he just gives the guy shit the whole time and then even ends up going so far as going behind Tony's back at the end to get an, an extra $4,000 a month out of this kid, which just happens to be the amount the green grove costs, by the way. Uh, ah. you know, cause he's so jealous that this, he sees Jason's mom come in crying and begging for, uh, to, to spare her son's life that he just, he just can't take it and is very upset by it.
1: No, it's very, it's, it's very true. And. Also, four Gs a month, holy shit. Like, yeah, I know. That's, a, that's more than enough to live off of.
0: Oh, totally. Like That yeah. seems
1: excessive even for Polly. You know, like yeah. a grand a month, you know, maybe, you know. Right. But like four Gs a month, holy shit. It's crazy. That's so much money. Yeah. And ha- where is the ski instructor going to get that? Or maybe he means off the top of Barone. But that
0: would be my guess is that somehow it comes from the company, but I'm not really sure. It's fucking crazy. Yeah,
1: that's so that that seems like a big ask. That's all I'm saying.
0: It definitely is. Yeah. And um, I don't think anything comes of it. Does Tony ever find find out? I don't think so. No, It never gets mentioned. Right. Yeah. Um, Um, But it's a lot and all because he just really couldn't process his emotions about what was going on. Um, <laughs>
1: well, we could say that about a lot of truth. <laughs> yeah, I mean, most of a, a most lot of these people are really getting fucked over because of a lack of processing of emotions, right? You yeah. know.
0: Uh, did we know that Polly had a brother and sister before? Has that been mentioned? Mm-mm. Yeah, I don't know, or maybe it did. Not Very really. B- yeah,
1: I mean, we don't meet them. I, I this show does a good job of like not including people that don't matter, right? You know, like Carm has a sister. That's true.
0: We've heard she about never that seen once. We, yeah, we never ever
1: see her. We never ever see her. Um... And, uh, we find out that Carm had a cousin named Kathy <laughs> <laughs> well, we all do. <laughs> who died of o- ovarian cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, uh, I mean, there are a lot of family members that like, sort of don't matter. And so we don't meet them. And right. I love that,
0: you right. know? Um, um, so, but we find out, we find out about Polly. So that's, I always pictured him to be an only child, but I guess he has a brother and sister. Um, it seems like he took up all of all of nucci's attention yeah getting thrown in jail and all that shit yeah well also and i would never say that he's right about anything but like it, it sounds like he'd he paid a lot more than they did to f- for her to have the lifestyle that she had yeah uh, totally. at green grove and and the two thousand dollar like 28 inch flat screen tv by the way <laughs> he oh, mentions that cost they, so, they were
1: so expensive back then yeah
0: it like, was crazy now they're like 400 to 800 and uh and much bigger and better oh yeah it's fucking crazy that costs that much
1: dude if you spent two grand on a tv now you'd have like some serious like a it would be enormous Mm Mm-hmm. B, it would be some fucking unbelievable like Cineplex fucking liquid crystal, like yeah. the screen would be so nice it would actually be annoying to watch. <laughs>
0: yeah, That's right. like you know what I mean. Yeah, like that weird smooth motion effect. That, yeah, yeah,
1: my my uncle has has a TV like that, and he's like definitely he's like retired, and he's definitely one of these home entertainment system dudes. Nice, and he's like all serious about it. And it's like he got a new TV that he used to have like a really nice like TV that he got like mm-hmm. 10 years ago or so like it was kind of a top top of the line, you know, plas- flat screen Philipses or whatever, you know yeah, that kind of thing. Right. Like then just like the nice 1080p, you know, that happened. And those were always my favorite, but now but now he's got one of those fucking like motion blurring things and like we were watching like a Netflix original show and all the Netflix shows are shot like super crazy like crisp and high res and everything. Yeah. And it was, like, impossible. Like, you didn't... It was, like, a... I forget what show. I think it was Longmire or something. It's like, some cowboy thing that he totally spoiled the ending of, by the way. He just, like... (laughs) He, he like, got the whole family together. He was, like, I love this show. You guys have to check it out. And he puts on an episode. And, like, there's this montage at... (laughs) Montage. Montage. There's a montage at the end. (laughs) and, and, And we're all just, like, oh. Okay, so this seems, like kind of a resolution to things so he's like oh yeah this is the last episode <laughs> this is it." <laughs> just like what the fuck <laughs> so he plays as the last episode and but i but it was like an old-timey like old west cowboy thing and the whole mm. time you're looking at it and, it and it literally feels like you're there like in modern times though there's no like style to the way that the that the the picture looks when you're on a tv
0: like that you know what i mean you mean when that motion thing is on yeah yeah yeah, well, you can turn that off, and uh, and and everyone should know to do that. Go to like your video settings, and it's usually called like motion flow or something stupid like that. Yeah, it's only really good for video games because like the refresh rate is just so much faster, right? Or live sports will look okay. Live sports definitely, yeah. But like everything else, just turn I that think shit off. That I, I,
1: it makes it look really strange when when something actually has like a style it was shot in. You know what I mean? And like, yeah, a lot of the new sort of dramas, you know, the streaming dramas really do like they put a lot of thought into like the color and all that stuff. They do. And it just makes it look dumb. You know,
0: it does. Yeah. The crazy thing though about all that streaming stuff is like because it's streaming, it's compressed in a way that like it'll never really look as good as it should. Yeah. It, like cable still s- weirdly kind of looks a little bit better. Like if look, you notice, it's like, better
1: than the way that audio is. Audio like the the fucking the quality is actually going down when it should yeah. be going up. It's like ridiculous. Huh,
0: I guess they're yeah. Anyway, paying too much attention to the cameras. Anyway, sorry for your trouble. Uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry for your trouble. So. Yeah, I mean, um, this will eventually be resolved, but for now, Polly just uh, he's... Oh, sorry, I thought
1: you meant the TV thing will eventually, we'll eventually be resolved. Well, eventually we'll get rid of TVs, yeah, yes. Yeah, totally. Hopefully,
0: yeah. finally, one of these days. We'll so. just be there. Yeah. Um, but it again, it ties into the, some of the bigger themes of the season, legacy for one, and right. um, and also kind of like knowing and understanding uh, who you are, where you're going, going all the way back to the Legend of Tennessee Multisanti and, and and just wondering what your arc is in life, you know? Yeah. Polly thought he had an arc, and now this is like his origin story episode, and he's realizing that it was totally wrong. Well, he's so. realizing
1: that he had an arc actually. Because mm. remember, like when Chrissy asked him about his arc, he goes, No, I don't, I, I don't, yeah. like, I got nothing. I, I have a wise guy. Yeah. But like, he's kind of realizing that there is something in there. And mm-hmm. also, for a guy who says he doesn't have an arc, he's very spiritual. You know, he's like kept True. up late at night, do it with the weights and the, and the, you know, when he's uh, off fucking around in Nyack and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, all of that stuff with the with the 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 fountain blue hotel and like all that shit when he's like freaking out about the the dead bodies and 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 the whatnot
0: mm.
1: you mean um i mean when he's when, when he goes to see season? the psychic
0: oh oh yes 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 um,
1: right, right and we're at that point in the show where i can't remember if that has yet to happen or has already happened it did happen it did. Yes, okay cool yes so we covered that go back yeah. and listen to it <laughs> yeah we uh, probably said some great stuff yeah um <laughs> But he's like the most spiritual, but in a way he's like definitely the most
0: nihilistic and cynical of all of them, which yeah. makes
1: him the most resilient mobster. You know what I mean? That's the thing. True. But it's that th- th- comes at a price.
0: Yeah. Well, he presents the other philosophy and, 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 and especially in that scene when um, they're watching the fight and he says that we're all a boxer by ourselves in the ring fighting for ourselves and there's really no one else in our corner. You know, yeah. he presents the exact opposite ideology and um. You know, again, nobody knows anything. He could be right. They could be wrong. Who knows? But uh, that's what he's subscribing to now. And you can kind of see. I mean, yeah, he's super cynical and super selfish in a way because of it. You know? he Tony, oh, yeah. Tony's looking at this young girl who has burns on 80% of her body. And Pauly's first words out of his mouth are, You'll never believe the week I had. <laughs> I know. That's fucking <laughs> Which crazy. Which is just so Pauly and so Sopranos. And, and, and just, yeah.
1: But it's also a thing that we all do. Of course. Yeah. Like I was, this is, (laughs) this is controversial. I won't say who, but I was at Christmas with one of my families Uh and some extended family member said this, someone, there was some commercial on TV and they were like, and, and like my cousin was like, who's that again? And I was like, oh, that's Malala Yousafzai. Mm -hmm. And then this person who is related to me, not by blood, but somewhere far off, was just kind of moseying into the room and just went, I know, I'm really sick of her.
0: <laughs> the girl got
1: shot? The- <laughs> she got shot in the face by the by fucking ISIS. Right. And then manages to become an icon of not only feminism, but also just like human rights and also like the beauty of life and right, all of this stuff. and survival. And it's just and- like, yeah, I've kind of it's enough you know what i mean <laughs> like i just couldn't believe it and i just like totally kept my mouth shut and i was like just gonna drink my drink and like whatever yeah but that's that's what the holidays are about for me it's just like keeping my mouth shut and not reacting to shit like that right right but like it's the same kind of thing where you're just like and what was the hard part of your week that the farmer's market was out of sunflower seeds you yeah. know like
0: come on it's the one about me you know yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> yeah. so yeah, I and mean, I guess now that we're talking about it, like he kind of maybe represents the wrong ideology because he is so selfish and cynical and if he di- if he were to understand that he was like a part of a greater whole, maybe he wouldn't care so much. But then again, of course, that's really hard to do day to day, you know, like it, is it and sucks also... when the subway's late, it sucks when you have to stay late at work. It's, you know, those things do suck. Yeah, and um, I can't
1: stand other people. Right, not too. That's yeah. the thing about <laughs> living in New York City, like you can't stand being around other people. But also it's like it's like nature versus nurture because mm-hmm. with Polly like he's been, he's been brought up around people who are out there to fuck him over. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And so that's what his, that's the level that he operates on is like, he's, he's always very careful. His senses are out. He knows to think of himself first. You know what I mean? He's, he's, it's very, it's very primal the way Polly operates. It is, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It's very about like, who's related to him by blood and stuff like that. But he's always strategizing sort of based on like, what's gonna And like this girl that's burnt, like he just, he's just like, I can't be bothered. Like I've got, this is this is what's within my purview right now and mm-hmm. anything outside of that no matter how crazy like i don't know what to do yeah you know?
0: which is another way you can go through life and 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 survive and you, you know and plenty
1: of family members who operate
0: that way <laughs> yeah you i mean know it's, I it's mean? true yeah um yeah I, and i think that's the uh, attorney general
1: is pretty good at that anyway sorry <laughs> <continue>. <laughs> um but uh
0: so i i think there's there's um a bit about. We'll talk about it more next week, especially with the whole Johnny Sack story. But there's a lot in these first couple episodes about w- masculinity, what it means to be tough and a man, and yep, yep. Um, and and Polly kind of represents that in some way. But they're all everyone in the mafia and is trying to kind of uh, to posture in that way as well, you know. And yep. so I think that's, that's that's something to pay attention to over the next couple episodes. It's just like Completely. what makes tox- toxic masculinity and 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 what makes these guys act outwardly the way they do when on the inside, you know, like Polly, a lot of them probably are pretty sad and, you know, yeah. and dealing with this, this kind of stuff. But. You
1: know what? We're all fucking sad. You know what I mean? Well, that's the other thing that, too. That's you know? the I thing mean, about it. And these guys just choose to go outside of the, the, the normal, like we, like that, that's, that's the thing about New York city is that everyone's a little bit miserable. You mm-hmm. know, everyone's got an ax to grind in one way or another. Like the people in New York city that are weird are the ones who are like, Oh, hello. Like what a lovely day. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. like as Colin Quinn says like, like, are are you loving this son? You know, like, (laughs) it's like, shut up. But like, but these are the guys who decide to go and, and, and they abuse that, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And they, they go outside of what is sort of the agreed upon reaction. And like to, to something that everybody has to deal with, Mm -hmm. you know, and everybody's got shit to, to, to deal with as, you know, if, if you're very young listening to this podcast and you don't believe me, just wait. Mm -hmm. Um, It's like, you know, everyone's got sources of sadness or sources of pressure. Everyone's got a lot of sources of happiness also, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? But it's really how you deal with those things that kind of like help you to get your stake in life, you Mm -hmm. know? And this just brings me back to my thought about, overall season six, season six, a and six B are just examining to me. Uh, the thing that sticks out the most is, is the examination of like, is it worth it? Mm-hmm. You know, are you going through it in a way that, that makes it worth it? Or is it worth it to benefit in the ways that you are? Is it worth it to not benefit in the ways that, that you are? I mean, look at Dottie, who's a nun who's mm-hmm. sacrificed. Like, do I, do I think it's honorable? Yes. Do I think it's worth it to go through your life? Like depriving yourself completely of Things that are more or less harmless, not really. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um. There's all this philosophical shit, you know, regarding
0: that. Right.
1: And uh, I find it very interesting. That's I like this show.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I agree. I think that is like kind of the main question the show in general is asking. Is mm-hmm. like, you know, is it all a big nothing? Is it like? I think the answer is the, yes. Sort of. Kind of. But even then, right? You you ultimately have to make the time worth it. Then. Yeah. On your own terms, whatever that means. Um, and that could mean different things to different people. Um, but that is the question that it's asking is like knowing yep. and understanding our existence and still like getting up every single day is kind of like a difficult task to do. You know, we have to do it totally. and you have to kind of make it worthwhile in some way or you know, or, or I don't I don't know what the other answer is. I guess you become Tony Soprano and really rich and have a hot wife and a great life, except you're doing terrible things. And you're time. pretty miserable the whole time, pretty time. You're miserable the entire like time. time, yeah. But I, I, I mean, do think that's, um, I, I remember when the finale, after the finale aired, uh, the cinematographer, Alik Shakarov was talking on a some podcast about how they discussed like the myth of the Sisyphus, you know, the Albert Camus story about the guy who has to roll the rock up the top of the mountain every day and every day the rock falls down again. And it's kind of like, well, why even get up and put the rock t- at the top of the mountain if you know it's going to fall? Yeah, and that kind of, I think, is you know, basically what you're saying. Actually, and it's that's like,
1: how, that's why they shot the end the way they did. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it kind of, I think
0: it gets yes, it sort of. They were just like, forget it, don't shoot the end. It's just going <laughs> yeah. to fade out anyway. Fall, just, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's it's the same point you're making. It's kind of like, how do you make that time worth it, knowing that yeah. it's all there's a lot of bad shit out there, and also we could just be totally alone in all of this and who really knows, you know, I personally it's, believe
1: we are. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm way I, out of limb here. I personally believe we are. And like, you know, we're sitting in a, in a recording studio that I work in uh, a lot. I've spent a great many hours in here, mm-hmm. like obsessing over shit that like, you, you know, the, I, 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 I sometimes just start laughing at the most stressful moments because yeah. I'm like, you know, the aliens aren't going to come in time to save us. We're going to blow ourselves up or some shit.
0: Probably soon too. Yeah. Probably soon.
1: I know who is going to be behind that, mm-hmm.
0: and um, but the button's big. Just one the, the button's big, but
1: the point is that I've got all these little buttons that mm-hmm. I'm like <laughs> tripping out about. Like, if one of them's not pushed in, I'm like beating myself up about it. Yeah, and sometimes I'm, I just laugh and I'm like, and I, I I love to rib the interns all the time. They're like 22 years old, like bright eyed, like music industry.
0: Yeah, and I'm just like, you know, we're all gonna die, and like no <laughs> one's gonna find any of this it stuff, doesn't right? <laughs> yeah, like, it's true so. though. It's true. You guys are all gonna die out there. Yes. us like we said
1: <laughs> this is a this is a computer software thing telling you that you're going to die yeah we're gonna
0: help it's civilization just, come it's to just, terms with it's that. it's just
1: meant to like make the the message like just soften the blow of it a little bit that right. they made us kind of goofy and like you know amicable <laughs> yeah,
0: goofy is a good word for it <laughs> yeah. for sure uh, <laughs> it's a
1: goofy way to deliver like the ultimate message
0: yeah. we're all gonna die uh on that note i mean that about wraps it up we talked about the bobby thing the bobby thing i think is just for one, it's 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 nice comic relief Two, it kind of sets up Bobby's storyline about sort of making the jump to, to a more uh, hardened gangster over time. This is just this is him dipping his toes in the water. Well, I like that you know? he calls himself a marksman.
1: You know, what yeah, I, mean? I know <laughs> it's, it's, it's can never you, really can you imagine if Polly called himself a marksman, it would be like actual doublespeak. Right. You know, but like, you know, my name is Clarence. I'm a marksman, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> but like Bobby legit means like, no, I'm a marksman. Like yeah. I'll shoot you like right in the ass, right?
0: <laughs> like if you want me to. <laughs> well, he technically misses, right? He's aiming for the thigh and hits the ass instead. <laughs> is it the fleshy part of the thigh your ass? Oh, I guess so. Maybe, maybe. I yeah. mean, that's
1: that's the that was the whole thing that I was thinking about was like.
0: Oh, I was picturing like front of the thigh, like the thick part. You know. I guess um, you're right. The fleshy I, part
1: of the th- like. I don't know. Yeah, but he, I guess shot you're right, he shot yeah. him in the ass, which is fucking hilarious. Yeah, um, and. I I just, I love that whole concept because Bobby is also a great earner at this point.
0: Hmm.
1: I guess so. Right. Seven G's. It's pretty good for a night's work. Yeah. 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 All day long. Yeah. It's (laughs) a lot I would do for seven G's just to have it be over in one night. You know what I
0: mean? Yeah. 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 Um, I wouldn't shoot a guy in the ass actually. (laughs) That's depends on what guy. It's like too much. It depends on the ass really. It depends on the ass. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, it depends on how nice the, I don't want to shoot a nice ass. That's true too. That's true too.
0: Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, it's it's a minor runner storyline in this episode. But I do think overall it's kind of it's leading to that when he becomes more uh, you know more of a one of Tony's inner circle and, and hardened hardened guys. Yeah, would you
1: say Treach's ass is as a McMuffin?
0: Yes, I think that's a perfect example. Actually, yeah, that's a big, that's a McMuffin right there. <laughs> All right, <laughs> that's a even though he was not To
1: clarify, he was not at McDonald's. He was at I think he was at uh, True. Brown Fried Chicken. Mm-hmm. I would imagine.
0: One uh, of those. I'm yeah. Just generalizing here. Sorry. Right. Well,
1: I mean, that's you know, we can a lot of them.
0: Yeah. In in this area, it sounds great right now. Actually, I have the to right,
1: say, yeah, everybody loves everybody loves
0: crown fried chicken. Yeah, it's great. Uh And Bobby running away with the hood, and, and it's just it's fantastic. Like he's that, not that conspicuous. Is, I know. <laughs> like the biggest white dude ever. Yeah. Also, he can't away.
1: see with the hood. He's like looking around. Like oh, that's why he missed. That's probably why he missed. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um. All right. So that about wraps it up. We have uh, a couple couple questions this week. Um, Any good ones? Here's one that I like. Um, let me find it. Some nice dead air right here. I really like that. Uh, this one comes from the Logician or at Giordano twenty five. I'm guessing that's at Jordan twenty five, but he's spelling it in a different way. Let's call um, him Jordan. Jordan. If you had to choose a starting five for a Sopranos basketball team, who would it be and why? Ralph Cifaretto is, is point guard well, for nothing sure. That. Yeah.
1: Cifaretto runs the plays. <laughs> right. Definitely. But Cifaretto is also the guy. He's like he's like the Nate Robinson point guard mm-hmm. who's going to like, you're expecting him to run the play, but if you leave the lane open, he will drive that shit mm-hmm. and dunk mm-hmm. the fuck out of it. <laughs> or he will draw the foul. He'll draw the foul all day long. Yeah, Talk shit like Reggie Miller. Pantoliano all day long.
0: I can see that. That's my big pick. Okay.
1: Um, we gotta have Bacala as center.
0: I think so. Yeah. Big guy like that. Yeah. You need him in there. Eugene. I I mean,
1: 265, which is pretty, he's thin basically. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I guess so. Yeah.
0: Um, I like Eugene. I mean, he's he's tall, right? I mean, you know, he could, he probably do some, what do you
1: think? You think like, like, like shooting guard or power forward? Uh,
0: shooting guard I would say probably right Yeah he's lanky yeah. You
1: can't really depend on him to box them out But he, he's a, he's he's snaky so he'll definitely get around the screen
0: Yeah you he's know? got that snaky neck So I feel like he would play yeah. that way Yeah, Probably wear a chain while he plays <laughs> For sure yeah <laughs> um all right two more people it would be not tony
1: i mean i gotta be well, honest with you definitely yeah, not
0: tony not tony unless it was the jv basketball team in which case he'd fit right in he'd probably the captain but uh so Chase and ralph skirt. bobby eugene okay that's three that's three um i gotta
1: say i don't
0: really have a place for chrissy no uh um, probably not not Vito because he doesn't he just doesn't put the effort in when he when he goes to defend, he just doesn't put the effort in. No,
1: and and you win with defense, as Phil Jackson you always says. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's defense really important. In championships. Yeah. Um. I got. I, I. Okay. All right. Here we go. Um. Benny. I was gonna say Benny. Benny. He's short,
0: but I feel like he's got heart. I feel and like he can shoot the 3 probably. also. Yeah. So
1: it's like I I don't know, maybe maybe Benny and Little Polly and, and Eugene. <laughs> little Polly I could live with also. Mm-hmm. Pa- he, power forward, role mm-hmm. player, goes out there and sets the pick, gets things done. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like like Little Polly is not the guy who has like the the me- the mega stats, but he might have like the most important three assists.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's yeah. also
1: that player who like when you look at the stats You know, sometimes you have those players who they don't have a giant amount of assists, but they're always on the court when points are being scored. Mm -hmm. And like they'll do like a little halftime analysis and realize that they had like 80% of the passes that came before the assist. Right, right, right. You know, yeah. That's definitely Little Polly.
0: Okay. All right. So (laughs) am I giving him too much credit? No. (laughs) Well, who knows? (laughs) So Little Polly, Benny, Ralph, Eugene and bacala and bacala that's yeah. our starting five right there i think
1: it's a good one i think
0: that's pretty good i think they win a championship or two. I think.
1: who's the new york starting five the
0: because
1: they're they got to play well, Maybe yeah, we can talk play. about that
0: next week if you want well but the, so, we gotta have
1: a new york starting five to go up against them
0: i mean i guess billy leotardo okay okay i guess, okay, a lot I guess of dead. peeps i mean peeps also has like the marketing like nickname endorsement thing just built in basically yeah he's I, gonna have the nikes that just say peeps, peeps yeah like the new Nike peeps are coming out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Billy Leotardo peeps, peeps for sure. Um Philly is definitely a coach. He's yes. like a really tough coach who wears a suit and yells at the ref he's, like crazy. Yes, he's the whole time. <laughs> like scares the hands shit. On his out hips, of just yeah.
0: Mad the entire time. No, yeah. I love that. Yep, definitely. Um Johnny Sack is the owner. He's up in the box looking down, kind <laughs> of like know,
1: you know who's definitely on the team, although I forget his name, is a little short guy with the funny eye. Um, oh Butch, Butch, yeah, but- yeah, yeah, Butch is definitely on the team, on the team. For sure. He's like the little annoying point guard. He's like Ralph, Ralphie's, you know, kind yes, of. Yes, totally. He's like uh, the Steve Nash of that team, right? <laughs> sort of <laughs> for the John Stockton. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't have a lot of tall guys. I guess Coco. Oh yeah, Coco. Coco's should- the Coco, kind of. Yeah. He's the kind of throwaway center, though. You know, he's yeah. not great, but he's got the size, and he like goes where you want him to. Sure. Yeah. 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 He's- His free throws are horrible.
0: Yeah, but still valuable to the team, I think. Yeah. 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 Sure. I mean, okay. I don't know. Uh... (laughs) No, I buy it. (laughs) And then uh, we need one more. Jerry the hairdo, maybe.
1: Torciano is that guy who's like always on the bench but gets the most endorsements.
0: Yeah. yeah. Actually, he's like Birdman from the Heat a couple years ago. That's what actually
1: (laughs) I was going to say. He is exactly like Birdman. So maybe he's a great rebounder. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. You know, I, I, I buy it. And like he for some, I don't see Jerry the Hairdo as hustling harder than everyone else. Do we count
0: Lil Carmine as being part of the New York crew? Ooh, Lil Carmine, Lil Carmine, yeah, Mm. Lil Carmine, maybe, maybe. I I feel like he's the coach that takes over after Phil and doesn't have half the uh, he has none of the success that Phil had. And he does like way too many interviews. Yeah. Meanwhile, there's like a jersey on the wall that says like Rusty.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They retire Rusty's number. Um, Uh, that, oh, we, i think we
0: got five did we name
1: all of the new york guys <laughs> Pretty I mean, much. basically like I we don't want it. johnny sack on the team
0: sorry yeah everyone except johnny sack yeah the team yeah exactly uh all right so good yeah i want this basketball game to happen now and uh i hope it does little we'll pickup game yeah i don't i can't ref
1: though because i think everyone's gonna yell at me yeah no probably not It'd be yeah. terrifying to ref that game <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Uh, this one comes from, uh, uh, Paul from the gym. Who's uh, the bingo creator, by the way,
1: by the way, this is my favorite Twitter name That's of all time. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. I like
0: this guy. Follow him. Um, we don't know him. We're just saying that actually, uh, Tony and the crew time travel back to the boardwalk empire universe. How does Tony do as a bootlegger in the 1920s? Does he get along with Ducky Thompson? Probably not. They're kind of similar, right? Well, the question is, is this Tony from the two thousands going back in time? Well, I guess it is, yeah. So Tony yeah. from the, the year two thousand seven <laughs> when we last saw him going back to nineteen twenty. I feel like he'd run the show.
1: I think he'd be okay. Yeah.
0: Um first of all, he'd have
1: a semi automatic weapon. Right. Oh wait, they had those. Never mind. Sorry. Okay.
0: Uh let's start over. Okay. The whole episode? yeah okay let's do it again (laughs) welcome to know fucking ZD. (laughs) this is uh brendan and evan um
1: i i don't know he'd do fine what do you think that's interesting i like boardwalk empire a lot but it's a fundamentally different show because it's kind of about someone trying to transcend their themselves in the other direction like nucky thompson sort of like wants to be a gangster and like mm. but makes fundamentally bad decisions in the interest of being tough. Mm-hmm. Whereas Tony is much more of a strategizer than Nucky Thompson.
0: Interesting, yeah. And um, kind of wants to think of himself as something more in a way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah.
1: Whereas Nucky Thompson kind of goes in the opposite direction.
0: Yeah. Well maybe they'd find a way to team up somehow and realize that there's plenty of prohibition era booths to go around for everybody.
1: Yeah, you know, but I but mm. as Tony says the hoprus Mm -hmm. You know, so uh, it makes me wonder.
0: Yeah. You know, I I, I mean, I think anyone traveling back from now to the 1920s (laughs) would do pretty well for themselves. Yeah. Um, Especially if they could like bring stuff with them. Yeah, I guess. The, what
1: do they get to bring? We
0: know the we we need to know more rules of the time travel. Exactly. That's true. That's and does true. does that affect then the future after that?
1: So I want to know: Does he time travel back like Terminator? Like, does he? Does he? Mm. Does he? Do do they? Is there an orb and they're just naked and they have nothing?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like,
1: yeah. is that how it is, or does he get to go back with like some cash and like clo- like a
0: suit? Right, and yeah. a gun. We need more here. Yeah. To, to really answer the question, <laughs> I guess this is
1: this is the fake news media unprepared for. An, an interview. Yeah. We, you know?
0: we usually have the answers handed to us and this time. <laughs> this, this time we didn't, unfortunately. Yeah, totally. Uh, all right. Last one from, uh, <laughs> from human meat. Um, That's another great Twitter name. <laughs> Jesus. Favorite storyline that didn't go anywhere besides the Russian in, in pine barrens. Oh, mm. um, um, the Melfi uh, rape storyline—I mean, couldn't go anywhere else except where it went. It'd be a fundamentally different show if she told Tony about the rapist and yeah. had him do something.
1: That's a very serious choice.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, I didn't—I didn't, I didn't want to make it so dark, but I went there. Yeah. Um. What else doesn't go? The Ojibwe saying we never really find out who po- who posts that, although they think it's Janice at one point, and then she denies it. A lot of people think it might have been Melfi. I don't know what. Oh, the evidence I don't know like what maybe evidence she dropped by yeah just Could, to, just to check in you know okay okay was mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, that
1: I think that I would have to say um <laughs> uh oh man, I had one in my head just a second ago
0: mm. Mm. we never found out who built the duck ramp and we were we were into that our first couple podcasts.
1: Oh, who, who built the duck <laughs> who ramp? Built the duck ramp. I don't know. Do you, does that qualify as a storyline? <laughs> no, of course <laughs> not. Because I was going to say like, <laughs> like if, if we're go if, if that qualifies as a storyline, then I'll say um, Philly's stuffed shells that he okay, that he's about right, he's yeah. going to make at the end of uh, oh yeah whatever um, storylines that didn't go anywhere.
0: I think of what else doesn't really go anywhere. They, they AJ? All, yeah they all mostly <laughs> wrap up. Just, Aj doesn't go anywhere. Right. True. True. My favorite. Uh, the Ojibwe thing, uh, I guess for me, this season, Carmella thinks about investigating Adriana's death and doesn't in the end. I like that it goes nowhere because right. it says a lot about her character and that she could be bought. So that's kind of cool.
1: Ooh, you know what else is great is um uh, Polly and the old ladies. Mm. That's a good one. That doesn't go. That, that, that one's he, fucking hilarious. He, with the, the, the wrapping up all the Parker House rolls and then he fucking strangles lady. True. Never <laughs> find suffoc- out about that.
0: Suffocates her with a pillow. Right. That actually. Now that and season four has a lot of those in general. I guess. Um, I guess my number one actually is that uh, no one else ever finds out whoever did this when Ralphie gets killed, which I think is really cool. Ooh, that's true. Although they know, but they don't know kind of thing. And then uh, yeah. I also really like the whether or not the cop actually killed Christopher's dad. Oh, yeah. That's a nice one. That's a good one there. That's another good one. Yeah. Nice story. I like that. Just, I just love a good story. Yeah. It's just good. That's all I got. That's all we got. Um, We'll be back next week to talk about Mr. and Mrs. Je- uh, Sacrimony Request, which I think is the season highlight so far, aside from the first episode. This is, I think... Um, this is a
1: great episode because great episode. Get the, it's like all hands on deck.
0: Yeah, it's always good to have the whole cast together. It moves at a great speed yep. and it's just... It's fun when there's like a big event. Steve Buscemi directed it, so oh, yeah. always good. Uh, yep, yep. I'm excited for that one. I love that episode. And really, really good.
1: And also, I just... <laughs> I love getting a little bit of insight into these sort of like Guido weddings because mm-hmm. it's just way over the top. Totally. The way that everything unfolds and like, and it's a, it's a tremendously well organized episode. Everyone's mm-hmm. just kind of 100% themselves. Yeah, Like being very, very extra about everything. Right. And really, uh, it's, you kind of feel like Tony does because he's out in the world for the first time again. And mm-hmm. it's like, whoa, okay. Everybody just slow just down. Chill out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I gotta take
0: a seat over here real quick. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I love the the that one coming up. Also, Vito this big start of Vito story next week. Oh, so here we go. <laughs> We're there. Here we, we got go. To it. Yeah, I'm so excited. Johnny Cakes is coming up. Uh, all right, so we'll be back next week. As always, subscribe on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, that's it. Nothing else. I think you should write it
1: on a on some sort of like parcel mm-hmm. and like. You know those mailboxes that they have in those those romantic movies where you stick in the mailbox and someone
0: back in time. Yes, yes. Like gets the letter. um, The Lake House. Lake House, right? Right. And then there's another one. Keanu Reeves actually gets the letter. Right.
1: There's a variation on that also with like with Hugh Jackman, but Mm -hmm. it involves a different type of time travel. Very specific. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) But uh, but you know just just do do one of those, but like only a few years back, so that people can start the podcast
0: when we start. Yeah, right, right, yeah. Like, send it back to, like, 2015. Is that when we start? Holy fuck. That sounds like it was so long ago. I know. No, we've... First recorded December two thousand fourteen in Christ. in NFZ fashion. Didn't release it for six months.
1: Oh yeah. We <laughs> sat on then, it forever and we're so nervous we're, about we're it. We are
0: like, we're gonna we're gonna yeah. record the whole season before we before we release one. Yeah. We didn't do that. No, no, <laughs> no, no. Now
1: we've like barely edit them.
0: <laughs> I know. Yeah. This is this, this is it. Yeah, yeah. This is live actually right now. We just have to it's, edit out the enormous fights that we have between yeah, like happens a we lot. just get
1: into huge arguments.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we're both Uh, Bloodied and bruised by the end of each episode. Very opinionated. Um, All right. Bye.